You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. So welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. My Gardner. And we're here in Kentucky. We're lost. We're not in Indiana. We're not at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. We're actually in a VRBO in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, because... We couldn't get one in Bardstown. That's right. Everything was full. We came down for uh, Martina McBride at the Amp at Dant Crossing. Had a blast. Great concert. Um, uh, the day before, some of us went to horse parks. Other of us did bourbon barrel picks. It's been a great weekend. Yes, uh, this has been, I told Dodie when we got up this morning, I said, this has probably been the most relaxing weekend we've had in a long time. Where we didn't, we weren't rushing, doing nowhere. It was just kind of just do stuff and have a good time yeah so why don't you guys talk a little bit about the horse parks you went to um uh, well jeff knows the history of the first one so i'm gonna let him lead that one because i'm not a, the biggest horse guy i was just there to enjoy in my day yeah so we went to uh claiborne farms um which is uh was the uh, stud farm uh for uh horses like secretariat seattle slough um or i should say it became the stud farm and is the stud farm um you know, but it's been around over a hundred years, Claiborne Farm actually, as a thoroughbred uh, uh, horse farm. And uh, yeah, it was just pretty cool. It's kind of old style uh, horse farm. The buildings, uh, most of the buildings there are, are old and the tour was just great. I mean, <clears throat> they took us down and uh, took us right through uh, the, the, the stable <clears throat> um, where the, where the you know multi-million dollar studs yeah. <laughs> are and was i was pretty am- amazed at this tour that they'll bring these high dollar horses right out there and you know l- you know let you pet them and take pictures with them and feed them a treat and feed them uh, yeah they just uh they love peppermint candy the guy's got a pocket full of peppermint candy and uh these things uh these things just love that peppermint candy but these stud horses are just phenomenal and and just the amount of money when they talk about the amount of money for their stud services i mean we we uh they a list of their their studs there uh, and i think they range from like a stud fee of five thousand dollars to a stud fee of a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars yeah yeah the one horse they brought us out to let him feed peppermint to was a hundred and twenty five thousand per per service yep which we did. I did a little quick math, and rough math is around thirty-two million dollars a year if he's full potential. Yeah, because they only breed three three months out of the year, so that they the so that the mare is full uh, between January and May uh, is what they're looking to have all their their mares full around. But uh, well, that's pretty similar to back in my <coughs> gigolo days. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
that is amazing when you think about it, though. But oh, it, it, was, it was pretty cool. I mean, I can, you know, I think I and I think a lot of people consider uh, uh, Secretary the greatest horse to ever step foot on a on a on the racetrack, sure. and to know you're standing there looking at where number one where he was bred, and and then where he lived out his life as a, a stud horse after he retired from racing, and. Uh, well, and he was there at the same time as Seattle Slough right. uh, for a stretch um, <clears throat> as well. Yeah, the, our tour guide told us about, we were standing in a paddock area, and he's like, yeah, that was Secretariat's paddock right there. It was the closest to the barn, of course. Right. And then Seattle Slough was just behind him, and then there's a privacy fence, which you typically don't see on these horse farms. And he said they had to build that privacy fence because so many people were stopping on the road to get pictures and to be able to see Secretariat there that they finally built the privacy fence to try to keep people moving. Keep and the it's traffic still, moving. Yeah, yeah, and it's still there today, which yeah. was pretty neat. So, yeah. So while you guys were doing that, uh, Mike and I stopped first at Limestone Branch Distillery for a yeah. barrel pick. Got oh, to yeah. see our good friend uh, Stephen Fonte. Talked to him for, after the pick, we talked to him for probably 20, 25 minutes. Um, yeah. We had another pick to go to at Lux Row. Uh, Stephen Beam was there as well at Limestone Branch, and they were doing some filming. So yeah, it's either it was kind of promotional tight. video thing. So. We couldn't do anything we wanted to do. We had to be kind of be careful. So, and obviously they didn't want our mugs in the filming. <laughs> you weren't you weren't camera yeah, ready. Yeah, not camera. You were, <laughs> you were, That's why we do an promo. audio only podcast. <laughs> they didn't figure you were promo material. No, no promo material. Not. Uh, but I will say uh, I had a chance to. Mike and I uh, got to sit outside. I smoked a couple cigars, had a couple cocktails, and my back felt a whole lot better after that. So, <laughs> and then from there we went to Lux Road to do a barrel pick there, which was uh, actually ended up picking two barrels, I guess. We did. Got a barrel unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, <laughs> so got a barrel pick of Rebel, which used to be Rebel Yell, and a barrel pick of Ezra Brooks. Ezra Brooks, yeah. So. Cool. Uh, it, was, it was a good day. Good day. Then we all met up here. We found out. So when we got the tickets for the concert, uh, Jeff got the. It's Jeff's. This is all Jeff's idea of being down here this weekend. So this is Robin's Christmas, Christmas present. present. Yeah. yeah. So he said, "Can you find us a place to stay?" Well, we could not find anything in Bardstown because uh, there's four couples. Even the hotels were booked up found out later why oh, yeah. uh, so we're here in Elizabethtown which is only 20 25 minutes away uh, got a nice house yeah yeah you know it's and what's crazy is you you're driving down what I would call the boulevard with commercial buildings and Kroger's and Lowe's and everything you take a right turn off that in two blocks you're in this where our house is and we're in the middle of the woods subdivision yeah yeah <laughs> backyards all isolated and very nice you wouldn't know you were anywhere near uh you know the avenue that's just a couple houses up yeah, yeah. jeff had put the gps and i'm in the front seat and i'm looking over at the gps and it's like 2.3 miles to your destination i'm going there's no way we're still in a you know, shopping district, and right. it, you're point two miles away. Closer and closer. It's like where? <laughs> and Jeff put the wrong address in. I know we're going to end up somewhere wrong, and no, it was it was right where we wanted to be. Yeah, so it's been a good time. So we found out. Um, now we do we do tastings a lot. They're all bourbon for us usually, uh, and there's usually quarter ounce or half ounce in each. 
tasting glass. Well, we went to a Mexican restaurant and they were doing margarita tastings there. <laughs> so the ladies decided they were going to do the margarita tasting. There were three flights. Three flights. Three flights, which, you know, <laughs> we're thinking Glencairn size. Oh, no, these are full rocks glasses full of margaritas. So there's four ladies. Four ladies. Nine margaritas. Nine. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Oh, boy. So, uh, and they were sweet. They passed them down our way, and it was too sweet for me to drink them. Yeah. That was, and that was, uh, that was pre-concert, and so yeah. we were going to the concert thinking we might have to bust up a, a, a rowdy, a rowdy <laughs> get-together at the uh, Martina McBride concert. It might get out of hand there. <laughs> but, uh, but they, they played well. They played yeah, well. they did well. Yeah, it's good. So we, so actually, our first, obviously, listeners that's listened to us for a while know that we, we visit Dan Crossing quite often. But it was the first time we actually did a concert at the Amp there. Uh, it's a nice setup, not a bad seat. Uh, Mar- Martina McBride put on a great show, as did the opening act, who is in Martina's band as well. Yeah. Uh, and we got lucky with the weather. I mean, yeah. it was just perfect. Oh, beautiful. The weather better. was just perfect. It's been perfect all weekend, you know. We're sitting out here this morning, and it's a little overcast, but it's beautiful morning here on uh, on Sunday morning. It is. It is. Um, so those uh, we talk about old man's breakfast all the time. So uh, Nick was the only one in town for old man's <laughs> breakfast because Scotty Bourbon's also out of town, not with us, but he's in Gatlinburg on a family trip. Uh, the so far the big takeaway from that family trip to Gatlinburg is they stopped at the newly opened Bucky's in Sevierville. Yeah. But, but Scotty forgot the Bucky Nuggets Bucky or nuts. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He probably uh, he got everything except what Bev wanted. Yeah. So. He was probably in the doghouse when he got home. He forgot the Bucky Nuggets. Well, he was in the doghouse in the car. Before he got to yeah. the car, yeah. Because yeah. he was showing, he was texting us pictures of everything he's getting. And when he headed to the car, his wife let him know what he forgot, but it was already too late. <laughs> he uh, he got his photo with Bucky. Though, they weren't so going to let him happy. go back in for anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> they afraid he might grab the cantaloupe again. Yeah. But he's down there for a week, so he's got an extended vacation going on. So be a good time. So we also saw some video yesterday of our good buddy Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> He got him a new toy. It appears he traded in his Harley for an electric bike. We're wondering if he got free Bud Light with that. <laughs> uh, but Margie posted a video of him uh, running his electric bike around. It looked like he was having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Margie's got one, too. So they got Hell's, Hell's Angels. They're going to start the Cedar Grove version of Hell's Angels on bikes. <laughs> so you got to look out if you're in the Cedar Grove area. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Look out. He didn't have a bike helmet on, though. We're going to talk yeah, to him yeah, about that. Yeah, report that to yeah, him. Yeah, can't have that. Well, helmet, Indiana isn't a helmet law for, for bikes, so he, True. he wasn't illegal, but not safe with that melon. So <laughs> we need to talk about a couple past podcasts. I've had some comments and from listeners. and So the first one we're going to talk about is the one where two gentlemen went out on site, live remote, <laughs> Uh, Ended up with one podcast. One phenomenal podcast. One phenomenal podcast. (laughs) There you go, Jeff. Phenomenal. So talk about, what I wanted to do is talk about the other folks that you did interview um, that somebody got to hit record or had technical difficulties, whatever happened. Let's talk. 
So the one that did come through was uh, Traveler's, Traveler's Point. Traveler's Point. One that came through was Traveler's Point Distillery. Uh, great story there. They actually shared the podcast on their page as well. Um, so they're doing some other uh, shows as well. And so who, uh, Four Fingers is the one I wanted to hear more about. Yeah, and we're going to have to get them again the next one we go to. We'll get him back again and apologize and make sure we get this one recorded. But I, the strangest thing was his was the first one. It was the first one I hit the record button. The numbers started counting, and we're rocking. I thought we're doing good, and I have no idea what happened from there. Yeah, but. we thought for sure that was the good one. If yeah. there was one that came through, we figured it was that so one. So I'll give you a rundown. There were four files. The one file... About 15 20 minutes long, there was nothing on it till the last two minutes. There's another file that's 15 20 minutes long, it seemed like nothing on it at all. The tracks were there, but it was like they were muted almost. I don't know know what's going on. The most disappointing part is the Easter egg that we left, we thought we left in there, didn't I know? Because he's still talking to us. Yeah, he's still talking to us. So, so, yeah, our best best part of it didn't get recorded. Well, they have another uh, on-site remote opportunity, in, opportunity. A, in a couple weeks, and I'm giving them a handheld unit. So we got a cassette tape and a recorder. So yeah. you got to hit record and play at the same time for the older audience listening. You'll remember what that was like. That's what he's got us now. So. Yeah, actually, it's a pretty cool. It's digital. We used it. Yeah, we used at, it at Bardstown. Uh, Bardstown. Yeah, or at the Jailers, Jailers Inn. Jailers Inn. A couple years ago. Yeah, so. did a good job. Yeah. Uh, but no, we we had a great time there. I'm really sad and upset that we didn't get the couple because the ones we got were really very good. Um, I mean, Jeff and I will vouch for it. They were amazing. Yeah. Probably the best things we've ever recorded. Yeah, absolutely. But now, uh, our listeners heard that. They're saying it's the best things they've ever recorded, but we can't hear them. I think it was producer error. <laughs> producer must have hit producer the delete. Error. Producer deleted or something. Yeah, but. yeah. I think they were so good. He was jealous. He didn't want to put too much of that stuff. That's out. what it was. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but no, we had a good time. I mean, we recorded uh, Four Fingers, and I don't remember the rest of them. I've got all their cards laying on my desk to give to Alan when the podcast went out, so he could send them to everybody. But uh, well, I'll have to just keep those cards, and when we go to the next one, we'll go find them. Yeah, so more than likely they'll be at the other ones. That was the one in Lebanon, Indiana. <coughs> yeah, so. yeah, it's neat, neat uh, little town up there too. So, um, we can, well, we could give them the we say, said four fingers was the one we did the best, and we went, we could give them at least how why it's called four fingers. Yeah, because the guy's got four fingers, <laughs> well, and he lost the finger building the distillery. Because we asked him, we said, okay, you know, we've got to ask the question: is you know why is it called four fingers? And then he held up his hand. He held up his hand and was well, okay. Well, that's pretty obvious. And then he told us the story though: is when they were building the distillery, he was running a miter saw or something, and he got his hand in the wrong place, and a board took the finger, and so he thought, hey, well, I guess there's the name. So. Yeah, and the logo. And the logo. But it was some good. It was some really good bourbon. Oh yeah, it was. And they've got a store. They're putting. We didn't realize it at the time, but it was right behind their booth, which is right in um, Lebanon. Right in Lebanon, right on the square. Yeah. So if you're ever in the area, I'm sure they're probably open by now because that's they, been. I would think getting pretty close. Probably. Yeah, if they're, they're really not open, long. it should be real soon because they were they were working in there when we were there. So that'll be a neat place to stop if you're in that area. Good deal. Good deal. So we have uh, uh, the. Uh, Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival coming in August to Brookville, so we'll be there for that. And it's on my birthday too. It's on your birthday. 
It'd be a good time. Somebody else is driving that day. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had some more listener mail. Um, this one came after the Memorial Day podcast, which I what I did is I rebroadcast uh, all about the food. This was a podcast we did early on, mm-hmm. um, talking about our you know our favorite foods. So I'm just going to read it. It says it has come to my attention while listening to the latest podcast that probation may be necessary. <laughs> the conspiracy theorist is possibly mentally unstable. Well done, steak. That's damn near un-American. And later in the podcast, he mentioned you can just grab cookies and go. What the heck? This is borderline treason to milk producers countrywide. For the sake of the collective group, at least have him evaluated. <laughs> We've discussed that several we times. Have yeah, we have. We times. have. And, uh, you know, that uh, the, the right time just hasn't come yet. But and we need to find a maybe a psychiatrist that can give us a break during the evaluation. <laughs> uh, another piece of listener mail. In, uh, should we say who sent that one? That one, yeah, little chief. Little chief, because we, chief. I've already confronted little chief about. It. As soon as I started, as soon as I read it, Alan sent it to us. As soon as I read it, I knew who it was. I could tell it was from him. So, little chief, this one's for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got another piece of listener mail from Carrig, and this is pretty cool, also, actually. Um, Thanks to you guys and the podcast, I have something in common with my stepson-in-law. We were at the bar and restaurant when I spotted the bottle of horse soldier bourbon. I was able to talk to him about my new knowledge of bourbon, specifically this one from that episode. And I talked to him into watching the movie when he gets the time. So for that, I thank you. Oh, cool. So cool. thank Great. you, Carrick. Appreciate that. Um, it's funny. He's he uh, he has a dash cam, so sometimes he'll post stuff that's happening on a dash cam yeah. as he's driving into work and. In the background, you hear our podcast. So that's pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. But on the horse soldier one, that was probably one of the one of our more interesting uh, podcasts um, to talk to the gentleman and hear the story of yeah. what he did. And you know, if you watch the movie, um, and then you know, watch the movie. The movie's a great movie, but then to talk to him in person was just it was just a great, great, great listen. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the movie 12 Strong. 12 Strong. 12 yeah. Strong. I'm looking forward to their distillery being opened up in Somerset, Kentucky. So that'll yeah. be a no, short too far away. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, you know, the lakes down there. That'd be a nice little get-together that down there. And it, the grand plan there is very much uh, a copy of what's here with Log Still in the amphitheater. They're doing a, they want to do an amphitheater there right. as well, so... Pretty and neat stuff. And then for that that community, I mean, that's going to be a big boom for them too. Just like the Dant was for you know the, the area here, that's going to be a big boom for there. You know, right. And all the jobs and bringing all the money into the area. I mean, because it's not just the distillery. Then you got hotels, you got travel, you got gas stations. I mean, it just trickle down, trickle down money to to everybody involved there uh, to help grow their community. I mean, like well, one thing last night we were. When we were pulling into park, the Dan has a parking area there, and it's twenty bucks to park. And then the people were parking in the yard, and we went down to the parking lot. Well, the twenty bucks went to the local athletic association baseball, baseball. Local youth baseball. Yeah. So I mean, there was probably I don't know two hundred, three hundred cars in that that parking oh, that parking least, area. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, all that money, you know, four 
400 bucks or whatever went to that group you know so that's a, that's a great thing there that yeah i mean they could have just kept that money right and right. they're donating it to a good cause so right and the kids is, had to work it but that teaches the kids a little responsibility you don't just get stuff handed out you got to put in a little sweat equity to get you know to get some so right. i'm i'm more than happy to do that and i'm wondering if we were lot a i wonder if lot b was maybe another youth organization or something that they ran or, that one and got local community yeah. or church kind of community organization yeah, or something yeah. yeah so that, i mean that's just uh, part of the little ways that those those event centers and those things can have an impact on everybody um, not even if you don't work there so right so to end this podcast uh, i've got a recording that i'm going to put at the end of this that we're going to discuss now so as most of you know sometimes i have issues with providers like internet <laughs> <laughs> Cable TV or satellite appliance TV. Delivery. Appliance deliveries. So this one has to do and uh, so with Verizon Wireless. I'll just say it because they asked me if they re- could record the conversation, which I said yes, and then I promptly hit record as well. So a couple months ago, about a month ago, two months ago, my bill came and it was $20 higher or $40 higher than normal. And so I'm like, what the heck? Well, there was two things that came in the mail, and I have electronic billing, and it was $40 higher. So I called Verizon, and I said, well, sir, it's because you unsubscribed from internet billing, wireless billing. And I said, no, I didn't. So I get that straightened out. So get it straightened out. While I'm online looking at my account, I realized there's an insurance, $15 a month insurance, uh, that's being charged in my account as well that I don't need. So I take that off as well. So I get my bill. Hmm. And it, what should have been, it should have been $15 less than my no- normal, bill. normal bill. I get the bill, and once again, it's like $35 more than my normal bill. So I call Verizon, and you're going to get to hear this call. So I call, and I get somebody on the line. I said, there's an issue with my billing. I took off something, so my bill should have been $15 a month less. Instead, it's $35 a month more, and don't quote me on that number. You'll hear it in the conversation. Uh, So the lady on the phone goes, well, let me look, sir. So, you know, you get put on hold, comes back. Well, sir, there may be an error in your billing, so we'll credit you uh, for that amount, which was $35 or $30 or whatever. And I said, no, you don't understand. It's that plus the $15 a month that should come up. So that took probably 15 minutes to convince them that, hey, you're being overcharged by two different numbers. And they screwed up. Yeah. And so, but if you don't call. Oh, yeah. How many, yeah, people, no, have, no. How many people got $15 more and yeah, just exactly. didn't see it? So I entered a conversation with, she goes, is there anything else you can help me with? I said, as a matter of fact, I said, this is like my third call in three months. I said, my next call will be to cancel your service because I can get the same service through Spectrum using Verizon as the carrier for less money. Silence for a minute. She goes, well, sir, you've been a loyal customer. (laughs) Hold on just a second. She comes back, knocks another 30 bucks a month off my bill. Isn't it amazing? Amazing. Amazing. 
So it's like, why don't you do that to start with? Right. Yeah, because cause until you until you rattle the cha- rattle the cage a little bit. Right. Right. But, but well, I Jeff, think that's a, I think that's the lesson is you got to rattle the cage, and if you don't, you're just guess what? You're 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 spending more money than you should have to. And you constantly got to watch everything you're doing, your billing, especially yeah. if it's online billing, because a lot of people just ignore that email. Yeah. They just or they have automatic pay, so it's just paying right. the bill and they don't pay attention they don't to it. it. They don't Nowadays, you got to pay attention. But I, there's one point that I think we should really bring up. Have you noticed anything about this thing that there's I'm, one common denominator? Yeah, I knew where this was going. <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been thinking that. Uh, silently for a long time. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. There is one common denominator. <laughs> what? What is it? <laughs> well. Uh, well, we're going to leave it out there for. Yeah. Well, let, yeah, the, let, listeners, let, the, listeners, let the listeners decide. decide. Yeah. Call in or email in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Batesville Liquor Co. Located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana. Your place for all your cocktail needs, whether it's beer, wine, spirits, they've got it. They've got your tequilas, they've got your vodkas, they've got your gins, and of course, your bourbons. In fact, they do barrel picks. These are single barrels that have been hand-selected by folks at Batesville Liquor Code just for you. Not sure which spirit you want to try? Maybe you want to go to one of their tastings. That's right. They have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Co. where you can try some of the new and upcoming uh, spirits, uh, new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page, Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, Normally, there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. You've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready to drink cocktails already pre-mixed in a can. Pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, and you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and growing. You know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. And you know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out and you're going to want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the seventh annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual 
Anderson on tap. After that, we moved to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the sixth annual Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the Line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there, and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distillers, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. Oh, I see. Okay, so last month there is the changes, or there um, there is an insurance uh, insurance that was removed from this line, which is the two four four two that costs um, fifteen dollars and ninety cents. Okay, so that is the reason why on the month of April you only got billed for hundred seventy two dollars and forty three cents. However, for the line, uh, for the month of May, $189.46. So on this month, for the month of April, you uh, you have been discounted or it got removed, the Verizon Mobile Protect, which is the insurance for the phone. So $15.90. Also, so stop that. So I removed that service, which cost $15 a month, but I'm uh, getting billed mm-hmm. $17 a month more than I was previously. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a net difference of $32. It, I, I should mm-hmm. be, it should be, my bill should be $15 less, but it's $17 yeah. more. So that's $32 mm-hmm. net that I'm being billed more than what it should be. Yes, I totally understand. So let me just go ahead and... Because I think there is some... Um, problem with regards on this line of branding 2442 with regards on the charges. So let me just pull up my calculator over here just to make sure, okay? $35 for the plan itself. Plus $12.49 for the device. And it does it does have a just just to make sure it does have a roadside assistance with it, correct? It does not need that. That needs to be removed as well. Okay, no worries. I can definitely help you with that. So let me just check here. Okay. Does any of the other lines have that with it? The other lines? Yeah, do uh, for the other lines there is no actually there is no changes. My question uh, is: My question is: Is a roadside assistant on other lines? Am I getting charged for that um, on other lines as uh, well? Oh yeah. Uh, I want for to... just one line only. Okay. Yes, I can definitely uh, remove that one. Okay. So forty-nine, thirty-five, one eighty-nine, and forty-six. 
$189.46 as your current bill, correct? Yes. Minus $172. Okay, so what I'm going to do over here, since I think there is just uh, some um, wrong, okay, there's uh, wrong um, charges over here. So I'm going to be providing this um, instead, okay, so I will be uh, manually adjusted. This seventeen dollars and three cents um, <coughs> difference, okay, yeah, with but, uh, your last month billing. But okay? it should be more than that. If I've removed fifteen dollars a month, which was the insurance, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. my bill should go down fifteen dollars a month from last month's bill, not from this month's yes, bill. Yes, totally. So it's not a difference of seventeen dollars; it's a difference of thirty-two dollars. It should be last month's bill m minus the fifteen dollars I took off of it for the insurance. Yeah, uh, I can definitely do that one. Okay, so no worries at all. Because uh, you have mentioned to me also, I just needed to check the remarks that was made from the. Um, did you make the a removal of this insurance uh, last month? And you, is this is this uh, by a phone call as well? I probably did it online. I'm guessing. Mhm. Mm Let me just uh, just check over here. Okay. So yeah, it was uh, last month that it's been removed. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, removed as well on the April. So it's been removed on the April. So right now, okay. Yeah, uh, so let me just go ahead and send you a confirmation text uh, for this one, okay? Okay. Just give me a second here. And the text um, should be gone through on your phone number ending in 4440, okay? Yes. Okay, just let me know once you have received that text message, okay? All right, I got it. Just came through. Mm-hmm. Okay, just give me a second over here. I will just take a look at something real quick. And then afterwards, I will let you know once I'm finished. But um, is there anything else on your account that I can possibly help you still? Well, I, I just want to say, if, if my bill goes up again, I'm, I'll be switching carriers. I can get the, the Spectrum I can get the Spectrum cell phone service, which uses Verizon, for a fraction of what I'm paying now. Uh, and it seems mm -hmm. like every month I have to call to get my bill corrected. So this will be the last time. The next call you guys will get will be me dropping you guys as a carrier. I totally understand um, that one, okay? So let me just um, take a look at something over here. And afterwards, since I have already uh, provided you a confirmation text with regards on the $30 adjustment, so I will just have to provide or request an additional um, discount over here since uh, you've been with us for almost nine years already. So, yeah, um, I'm going to check, okay? I'm going to request a additional discount over here just to make sure that we can still help you out lowering down the bill, okay? Okay. Okay. And this uh, discount, uh, since you have four active lines under your account, so the range of this discount would be um, 20 to $30, okay? So give me a second here. 
that there is no um, anything else that I can assist you with regards to your account? I think if you give me a discount, that'll be good. Yes, I can uh, can definitely assure you that we can provide you an additional discount for your billing, okay? Okay. Yes, I, I really uh, wanted to help you out, okay? And I hope you don't think this against me with regards on this experience that you are experiencing here in Verizon. And yeah, no worries at all. I will be pull, uh, fully documenting everything over here and make sure that um, everything is settled under under your account before I let you go, okay? Okay. Okay, so I was, uh, I was able also to remove the roadside assistance, Alan, on your wife's phone number. Okay. Okay, so mm -hmm. just give me a second. I'm um, done over here as well for the request. Okay, for the additional discount uh, since you've been with us for almost nine years. So technically, we will just have to wait for a billing cycle and then afterwards it will be automatically um, applied onto your account, okay? okay. Without uh, needing without needing to contact us, okay? So you, it will automatically show up on your next month's billing, okay? Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. I think we're already settled over here. So if any cases that you're going to um, check the credits that we provided you, so uh, we will just have to wait for at least um, 20 to 30 minutes for it to show up on the system on your Verizon app, okay? But make sure, uh, I can rest assure you, it will be applied for this billing cycle okay okay thank you so in instead of um instead of 189 and 46 you will be just uh paying for around 159 dollars and 46 cents okay much better okay so is there anything else once again before i let you go alan that i can probably um help you out just to make sure that everything is set up before i let you go nope i think we're good Okay, so I do hope so that I can uh, I still provide you a good customer service here in Verizon and as well address all of your concerns. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, I will not take much of your time now and rest assured everything on your account is settled and I will be fully documenting everything that we have talked about today, okay? Okay. Okay. Have a great day, Alan, and please be safe always, you and your family, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So anybody got anybody, anything else you want to talk about? No, this is just, I mean, I, my point is this was just, this has been another great little weekend. Yep. We always seem to have good ones, and we think the next is the, the last one is the best, but I, I don't know. This was just, this was nice. Yeah. yeah a good was. relaxing weekend, and it's been great weather for us. Yeah, you know, good. it's just been perfect. Again, out at the horse farms, that you know, Saturday was it just could not have been a more perfect day. To, to yeah, we forgot out. our second horse farm there. Yeah, we went to the yeah we went to the uh, foal farm uh, where they where they birth the foals. The million dollar horses. Yeah, million dollar horses. So yeah. that was that was pretty cool. That one was probably even more amazing that they're letting the late the girl that was doing our tour just yeah. let you kind of wander up and pet and touch right. any of the mares and the foals that were in the yep. stalls to get you know yeah themselves. again that that was pretty amazing I was pretty amazed walking out of both those places as as how hands on they allow you to be yeah and almost encourage you to be right with uh, 
these high dollar horses so but anyway if you have if anybody gets a chance to get down there and then you know we were initially considering going to the kentucky horse park and then um i think it was you and dody were talking to somebody we uh, a, in your shop and they were yeah. saying hey don't do the kentucky horse park go to a couple of these farms and he gave you the name you know yeah. like just go to these gave farms us the and names the and smaller tours and uh yeah that was a winner so other thing we want to mention is the columbia street music uh festival starts back up and it is june 24th this year uh for the first installment they're doing three installments again uh, and some some familiar folks will be there to us. Uh, the headliner this year is once again Franklin County native who now resides in Nashville, Tennessee, Eddie Heinzelman. So he'll be on the main stage. Uh, Michael T and friends will be there. Uh, Linus Tate, who we interviewed yeah. last year as well. Yeah. Uh, Stones of Claiborne, which is a new group put together, uh, includes Cat Campbell, it includes Michelle Brandstetter. Um, uh, Frank Black is in that group wow. as well. Oh, wow. uh, Those are all headliners. Yeah, and Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Brainstetter's husband, which at the moment, uh, my, my brain's blank. Uh, it's Bentley. 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 Bentley Brainstetter Project. I'll figure it out and edit it in. How's that? <laughs> That's bad. I can't think of his first name. But all, but all those. Yeah, I all mean, those could what, be headliners. What talent down there yeah. uh, for that Christopher Bentley. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Bentley uh, is on that group too. So it's a four-piece group. Uh, also, there's a new group playing. It's called a whole lot of BS. Um, <laughs> is that your band? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's funny. So I was like, are we starting a band? Are we starting a band? <laughs> we'll play cowbell. More cowbell. Guys are bad. <laughs> You can never have too much cowbell. Yeah, so it's it's uh, <laughs> Steve Collier's in that group and Becca, uh, so it, it'd be a good group. Uh, I've heard they've got great harmonies. Uh, I know Steve because he used to have the Smelly Gourmet Shop and he uh, he still does stuff down in uh, Metamorph. Good guy. Uh, so looking forward to hearing all those folks play. Uh, you're gonna have you two are gonna have double duty because that's the same day you're doing a live remote. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if your recorder's still working when you get to Metamore, because I'll yeah. be working the shop, uh, which has been awesome. We started the Sap Bucket now on select dates has smoked baby back ribs. So that's what I'll be smoking ribs that day. So, Good ribs, too, if you're in the area. Yeah, best ribs in Metamore. And, uh, Hands you, down. Uh, that's the only ribs in Metamore. <laughs> and I heard you got a new doorman. Yes. There. Yes. So to meet to greet everybody. Got we have greeter. Sap Squatch. So they had the chainsaw carving invitational there on Memorial Day weekend. Um, we had been looking for a Sasquatch character because we sell a lot of Sasquatch related stuff. We have Dr. Squatch uh, men's grooming products, soaps, deodorants, uh, shampoos, and then we have Sasquatch signs and stickers and that stuff. There's, believe it or not, there's a big market for that. We're not the only ones that buy stuff like that. So, ended up the guy from Pigeon Forge, who has a chainsaw carving place in Pigeon Forge, competed in up here in Metamore. Um, and so we bid on the Sasquatch that he did, and we ended up being the winning bidder, and it's sitting in front of our store. So, come up, take a picture with it. Uh, now, if there's a wet sign on it that said it's wet, it's wet that means don't touch it. 
It means it's wet. It means it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want the stuff that's wet on it. It's a yeah, sealant. Yeah. So. That's a long story. So we put sealer on it uh, last weekend early, early on Sunday morning because I figured it would be a while till folks get in town. Well, it was oil-based, so it was still sticky by the time folks got in town. So I put a big sign in front of it. Said, my name's Sasquatch. I just took a shower this morning. I'm wet. Please do not touch me. Well, the rest of the day, Mary and I got to watch folks put their arm around Sasquatch, and then oh, it's Tell wet, sticky. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's it's actually been a nice attraction. Folks come get their picture. In fact, we had cars just stop. People get out, get their picture taken, and they hop back in the car and take off. <laughs> So, so finally, for all cool. this squatch hunting you've done, you finally, finally caught, caught, caught one. So his name's Sap Squatch. So. He's a little quiet. Don't, don't he talk is quiet. a lot. He is quiet. But the quiet ones you got to watch out That's for. That's right. Yep. That's why we watch out for Mike over there. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with... Wayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. And we'll see you all next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthelline1524.com we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15/24 on Facebook.